654-1200. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. A lot of people. I mean, a lot of people have my back. 1,000%. And there's even a tinge of what I'm getting ready to read you. And I'm okay with that, Chris Cornell. I'm okay with that. 96-15-66 on the text line. I agree with your assessment of Bruno Mars, but the rant is making you sound old. Will. That's fine. <laughs> I got no problem with that whatsoever. I got no problem with sounding old. I, I embrace that at this juncture. Why wouldn't I? That's who I am. Why wouldn't I be like that? Uh, more of your phone calls coming up. Going to look ahead towards the 2018 NFL draft coming up. <laughs> and uh, Read it. We're going to... We're going to read your political commentary coming in on the text line. Thank you, Brandon and Easley. Go ahead and read it. Go this ahead and read country it. is being ruined by liberals and Bruno Mars. Thank you, Brandon. What? Millennials bust on country music lyrics? Good gosh. God. Awful. Awful spelled wrong. So let's go back to school there, Tommy. <laughs> Bruno Mars sucks. Hashtag bring the hate. Bring the hate. Thank you, Tommy. That's Tommy Chastain. Your, I know him. Your grammar is awful. You're the grammar police here at the station. A little bit. Yeah, you are. Unless it's like, yeah, from like 6 to 6.45-ish. Right. I don't care. Do you care at all about the NBA playoffs? So I mentioned that briefly. I don't think anybody cares about it yet. I wish no, that they did. I'll care when it's Golden State and Cleveland. All right, so when it's game one of the NBA finals. Then I'll, then I'll be. Cleveland at Golden State. Yeah. LeBron versus Steph, Clay, Draymond. Cleveland and four. Uh, Say so what? Cleveland and four. Cleveland and four? I'll give you a game. Uh, no, 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 no. But then you'll care about it. Yeah. Will, will everybody else care about it then? Because nobody cares about the NBA playoffs right now. Yeah. Nobody. People care about that. Nobody listening right now cares about the NBA. No. Nobody. Shouldn't. And they shouldn't. No, they should. Why? Because I got LeBron doing his thing. It's probably going against Boston, doing their thing coming up in a few days. I've got Golden State uh, running roughshod over the West, a collision course in the NBA Finals. This is interesting. It's, it's a trash league. It's not a it's, trash league. It's, it's outstanding basketball. It's a trash league. Are you watching the Wizards and the Celtics right now? You, you tell me you don't like that? That's stupid. Houston and, and Oklahoma I City I hate the series? Rockets. Yes, I, it, it was, was bad. Brutal. That's the only bad series of the first round, though. That's the only bad series of the first round. I agree with you there. Only bad series of the first round. Did you watch Cleveland and Toronto last night? Yeah, but it, it's watchable because of LeBron. LeBron is literally standing behind the three-point line. Jacking threes. He's the ball like he's at a carnival game. Right, right. And then he's putting up threes. Yeah, and he's making 50% of them so far Good in the postseason. God. I want to see him do that. I don't like LeBron. I don't love LeBron. But I want to see him do something. And I can watch him. I can watch this defensive end attack the rim off alley-oops from Kyrie Irving, and I can be entertained. That's a microcosm of the playoffs so far, and yet nobody here in this market wants to talk about it. DeMar DeRozan is putting $100 out there for anybody that can take LeBron out. I hate DeMar DeRozan. He is a scrub, and the Raptors stink. Outside of that organization and the Rockets' Thunder first-round series, the playoffs, I think have been sensational. I think they've been fantastic. That's where I am with it. I wish I could convince everybody else that's the case. I can't. More people are with you right now. They should be. More people are probably in this market watching the NHL playoffs and what's happening in the Stanley Cup. They should be. As opposed to the association. And it shouldn't be that way. No. By the time the finals arrive, people will care enough, right? You'll watch every game in the finals, I assume. It has to be Cleveland and Golden And it State. will be. It will be. I mean, Boston could sneak in there, but I highly doubt that. I think it's Cleveland. I think it's Cleveland and Golden State. If it's Cleveland and Golden State, you're watching every single minute. Uh, no, but I'll keep up with it. Are you serious? 
Listen, basketball doesn't move the meter as much as as you want it to. Not even in the NBA fi- in the in the finals, the I'll, final series, the best of seven. I'm locked into the NCAA tournament. The two teams that, that won the, the the whole thing the last two years, toe to toe, rubber match, trash, dude. It's so bad. What are you talking about? What's bad about it's it? Bad. What? It's a bad league. It's a bad league. It's not an enjoyable game to watch. I I, I hear you talking. I don't understand what you're saying. We we play these 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 games. And they go relatively quickly, which is fine, which is what you want. It's as, two as hours. I, I'm in and I'm out. And that's fine. But 45 minutes of that is the last two minutes. It's stupid. There, there's senseless fouls. They don't adhere to the to the, to the the rules of the actual game. It's, it's not a good watch. I don't enjoy it. They don't adhere to the rules of the actual game? No, they don't. Hey, what, who are you? Did you play for the 1956? Uh, okay, no. Let me give you two examples before you tell me. this. The Knicks? Are you going to go to the Knicks? Who are you going with? The Knicks? The 1956 what? I, I was going to reference the uh, the Hickory team that claimed the Indiana State Championship in Hoosiers. I mean, you sound like an old fuddy-duddy right now. How many times did we see traveling on a daily, on a, on a, every game? How many times is a traveling I mean, on a call? I mean, every once in a while. They every miss once a call. in a while. Every once in a while. Every once in I'm a while. I'm not not watching basketball because an official is too stupid to blow his whistle when I, a guy takes three steps How about dribbling. the James Harden special? where he grabs onto the arm under his elbow mm-hmm. and then flails. Is that a fun watch for you? I, I don't enjoy that. Because that's a, that's a nice little, little little move. But for every one of your points, I can give you 17 counterpoints that stipulate you should be watching, whether it's the Kyrie Irving off the backboard to LeBron James alley-oop pass that ends with a tomahawk jam right in somebody's grill. That's big stuff. Or a game-winning triple from the corner, or upsets occurring, or the Milwaukee Bucks somehow being relevant again. Or Steph Curry hitting a step back three after breaking the ankles of two different defenders playing for the Trailblazers. And now for the Utah Jazz. Can, I mean, that's, that's good stuff going on right now. What about Kyrie Irving airballing a, a 10-foot jumper last night? What about Draymond Green kicking people in the, in the family? Yeah, I, I want to see what that. What about LeBron shooting? Is he shooting 40% behind the line? 48% in his three-point range in these playoffs. In his career. I don't like LeBron, but he's draining shots from bonus land, brother. It's, it's, I want to see him do it. It's garbage. It's a heaping pile of garbage. A heaping pile of garbage. Yeah, it's a nice little league. You know, you have a little fun. Adam Silver is quite literally Dracula. It's just weird to look at him. I I like Roger Goodell more than I like Silver. <laughs> That's just kooky talk now. Well, now now you're you. just trying to rattle my feathers. I'm not trying to rattle anything. No, you, you ruffle your feathers. No, no. See, this is what happens when you watch the NBA. You get dumb. <laughs> you lose intelligence. You can't understand anything. Hey, let me ask you a question. What? What the hell are you watching right now? What am I watching? What are you watching if you're not watching the NBA playoffs? Oh, you watch the NHL, brother. You watch the NHL, you're watching the Yanks tear it up. We can, talk about, we can do a segment or two on the Yanks if you want to. I know you're a big Yankees fan. I saw your tweet last night. Don't pretend you're not watching the Yankees. We can do whatever you want. Or we can do the NBA and we can continue to talk about how its biggest proponent and supporter is Stephen A. Smith on Pardon My Take. My old personal friend, LeBron James. Shut up, Stephen. That, that, that's the worst impersonation Shut up, I've Steven. ever heard. Shut up, Zach. Shut up, Stephen. <laughs> I, I don't know how to get the show back after that. Well, you asked my opinion on Gabe. Uh, I mean, it was... I, 96 15, 66 on the text line. The NBA is a bad game to watch, says the QCT, yet it destroys hockey in both attendance and television ranking ratings. Uh, sorry, Zach. Go Cavs. And with a caveat of hopefully you're behind the Cleveland Cavaliers this year, Phil Pot, unlike how you were last year. Uh, no, I am not. I think they'll get killed by Golden State. Another story for another day. We'll talk about it in about a month. 
when the NBA Finals finally get here. I don't even know what to watch when I'm watching hockey on television. I mean, outside of just two teams killing each other against the glass, two teams relentlessly pounding each other right in the grill. And that's okay, but I get tired of it after like the 15th hit. The majority of people side with me. However, I can see that you're not ready to talk about it just yet. It's actually driving me crazy. 21,997 people is what the NBA drew this year. The NHL drew 21,501. So if that's destroying them, that's fine. Are you serious? Yeah. No. Yes. I'm looking at it right now. Attendance. Yes. How many games do they play in hockey? 82. Regular season games. Yes. Same that they play in the NBA. Absolutely. Give me the numbers again. 21,997 for the NBA. You're talking about seats. You're talking about butts and seats. That's that's where the attendance is. That's on my check. <laughs> oh my god! The NHL twenty one five zero one. So I mean, okay, all you right, can take right. your extra four hundred thousand. Butts and seats is Go one nuts. thing. Have Ratings them. is another. Right? Nobody's watching hockey right now. Nobody's in, watching in the hockey. South. No, absolutely right. Not. All right. And so that's an issue. People all across the country here, even in the deep South, they watch the NBA. They watch the NBA. Really? They do. They watch the NBA. They watch the NBA more than they, they watch the they NHL. Wa- they watch that team down in Atlanta. That can't win anything because it's Atlanta. They watch that team up in Cleveland. They believe watch Atlanta. that team up in Charlotte. That can't win anything because it's Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte is where championships go to. I die. mean, what do you want? Uh, no, they're not watching the Hawks and the Hornets. But so they're they not are, watching in the but South. But no, 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 no. They're watching other teams outside of the South. They're watching the stupid Rockets. Please. They're watching the Clippers. They're watching Golden State, as we all are. They're watching Believe Land. They're watching Boston, Beantown, Isaiah Thomas. How many points is he going to score in the next game? I don't know. 55? 65? I'm not sure. He had 53. Get over 53 is a big deal. He averages 30 for the season. He had 53. The only impressive part of that is he had 29 in the fourth. That is impressive. I give him that. And in overtime. Okay, so he took longer to get to it. Brad Fralick chimes in on Twitter. Roy and Zach, only NBA complaint is living here. What team do you root for? Hawks, Hornets, somebody else. I I, I get that. No, I, I that is part of the problem. The Hawks haven't been relevant since Dominique and the uh, the old school Atlanta Hawks were running the show back in the 1980s. One year they were the number one seed. It was was that pre Kevin Willis, but you had uh, who were part of those teams like Mookie Blaylock, the Dominique teams, Austin Carr. You had some you had some powerhouse teams in Atlanta. It's the last time they've really been relevant. And with the Hornets, you had the Hive there, late 1980s, early 90s, Alonzo Mourning, uh, your boy Kelly Trapuca, uh, then the Hornets left, and then they come back as the Bobcats. Now they're the Hornets again. There's really nothing gravitating this market towards either one of those franchises. But if you're watching Golden State or Cleveland or Boston right now, it is very watchable. And overall, the NBA, compared to what it was 10 to 15 or 25 years ago, when it was brutality, it was physical, there was too much contact allowed in the paint, it wasn't free-flowing, it was low-scoring, it was the New York Knicks, it has evolved light years. I I mean, it has evolved light years. Man, you you win a game now, you're scoring 130 points. If you're watching Cleveland, Golden State, or Boston right now, you would better be from Boston, no. Ohio, or no. the Bay Area. No, no, Otherwise, no, no. you're a bandwagon fan. I don't care about it. No, no, no. That. I mean, part of it is polarization. Part of it is a lot of people hate Steph Curry, so I want to root against him. What happened to the time where you rooted for your teams and you didn't jump ship? That, that time is long gone. Why? That doesn't exist anymore. Why? Because you millennials have the attention span of 10 and a half seconds. You're like a goldfish. I'm sitting here telling you I root for my teams. I'm never. There's never going to be a time where I root for somebody else. I don't even know who your teams it's are. It's not going to happen. Who's your team in basketball? 
I don't. I don't do basketball. See, there we go. It's trash. There we go. It's trash. It's not trash. It's not worth my time. It's not worth my time. It's not a, a sport that I'm going to take time out of my day to sit down and watch. This is laughable, right? There now. goes that man. Shut up, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Mama, there goes that man. Oh, no, cool. I got tired of hearing that back in 98. Thanks. God. No, I'm with you on that. But that's just one announcer. Dude, that's just one announcer. I got Marv Albert, the legendary one himself. He's not biting anymore. He's calling games. I see your Marv Albert. I rage you, Doc Emmerich. Right, Doc does a good job. Doc is the best in the business. All right, okay. He, he has colorful language. He paints the picture, even on television, and he does it the right way. No doubt about it. I, I, I don't get you. I don't know who you are right now. And I think you're lying to me. I think you're lying you think on I arrogant. like the NBA. I, I think you watch the NBA. I, I In fact, I know you watch the NBA. I keep up with the NBA strictly for the purposes of having to maybe sometimes talk about it on these airwaves. That's and it. You, you didn't do it before you started uh, playing your little games here at the station a year ago? You Absolutely didn't watch it then? You didn't not. watch it then? No. You never watched it? No. It's wrestling season during right. during basketball season. <laughs> You millennials, man. I, I can't figure How it out. How is that a millennial thing? No, it's a millennial thing. thing. How is You're like that a, a goldfish. Thing? Your memory resets every four and a half seconds. It doesn't. Yes, it does. How is that? How is that? I know you're trying to use like trigger words right now just to try to get me going here, but how is that a millennial thing, a millennial stance? John and Simpson on the text line, the last 30 minutes of my life, I'll never get back. I'm sorry, John. It's it's Zach's fault. Great. It, it's his fault. Awesome. Zach, you think the NBA is trash. What about the NFL? You can't tackle in that league anymore. What do you think about the NFL, Agreed. big boy? I hate it. Go Big Blue. It's the no-fun But yeah, you watch it. It's the no-fun league. Dude, the NBA is fun. The playoffs are fun. What is fun about it? I got Usher sitting courtside watching these What's games. What's fun about it? What's fun about it? What's fun about it? Kyrie Irving, fast break. I hate the Cavs. I oh, hate sweet. LeBron James. LeBron James. Off the top of the backboard. Who can reach the rim anyway? If you're doing it, if Isaiah Thomas is throwing down that tomahawk dunk, I'm excited about it. What's wrong, man? I want to know what's wrong with you right don't, now. Don't, I, no, I want to know what's wrong. Don't push me on this. Has Mickey done this, this to you? Because I don't want to. I don't want to. You used to be a good guy, and now I'm getting these leftovers, and I don't know what to do with it. I don't want to put you. You down used to watch the NBA. I know that you watch the NBA. No, I hey, didn't. Hey, look, maybe you didn't watch it last night because of the Yankees. That's fine. I get it. I was locked in the Yan- Yankees. Were on ESPN. Aaron Judge is. An incredible player. The Yankees right now, it doesn't matter if a team hits a grand slam with nobody out in the first inning and the Yankees trail 4 nothing in the blink of an eye. They're still coming back and winning. That's how good they are. Just like last night against the Blue Jays. I understand you were watching that game last night, so you weren't dialed in on the NBA. The other nights of the week, I suspect that you are. And you're insulting me and our listeners right now, suggesting that you don't. And I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And, and quite frankly, I, I think you're being dishonest. That's where I am. Let me be as clear as possible. I grew up in a wrestling family. Wrestling takes place directly during basketball. So season. you watch WrestleMania 32? No, wrestling in the sense that I, I focused on that, and basketball was never on my radar. I from a you you develop a, a love for a game when you're a kid, when you're watching as a kid. You fall in love with the game. I never fell in love with basketball. Never happened. Uh, so now I don't watch it. So I'll play it when you know out in the back, have a little fun, but I, I don't love the game. What do I have to do to get you more dialed in? Let let, let let's start from there. I told you I'll, I'll I'll keep up with the NBA finals. When you say keep up, that means you're going to watch it on Twitter. I'll watch a little bit on Twitter. I'll watch some of the game. I'll watch it like an elimination game. Do you and Mickey not talk about the NBA in the morning show? 
Uh, when Thomas dropped his 53 the other night, right? he starts a show out with the topics for the day. He mentioned it uh-huh. at about 6.06, right. and we didn't talk about it at all for the rest of the Isaiah show. Thomas, yeah. all five, nine of him, mm-hmm. who just had to deal with the tragic death of his 21-year-old sister in a single car accident, sure. drops 53, mm-hmm. including 29 in the fourth quarter and in overtime in a resounding comeback victory at home. To take a two nothing commanding lead against the Washington Wizards, leading an organization that has not lost a game since trailing two love to the Bulls way back in round one some two weeks ago. And you mean to tell me Mickey starts the show at six oh seven with a brief mention and you don't come back to fifty three? That's almost a double nickel in the playoffs. I mean that that's like punching a ticket to the Hall of Fame almost. You didn't even come close to circling back to it. You, you didn't even get back to it. You didn't no. want to talk about it. Do you not like Isaiah Thomas? The guy lost his tooth. I would have talked about it. Absolutely. That was a uh, that was something to reference. That's, I'm fine with that. But no, we didn't even come close to, to coming back to it. I, I I don't know what to do. I mean, I, I'm I'm beside myself. I, I thought you and I were close. I thought we were good friends. And to now understand and know that you, you refuse to watch almost defiantly like the rest of your generation. Oh, my God. I don't get it. Oh, my God. I, I don't get it. I, I'm not going to the SO like this. I'm not doing this. Wait, don't, don't, no, I'm not doing it. Don't after bring the SO. No, no, no. no. You can't. You don't, can't watch the NBA right now. Don't bring the SO into this. But you know what? The sad part about it is, the majority of our listeners, I think, side with you. I think the majority of our listeners side with you. That's what they also think. Oh, I, you, you're too good for the NBA. Uh, you you think it, it, they're, they're playing the same style of basketball they did back in 1995? Or the Hawks stink. The Hornets have no identity. So I'm not watching. I don't care. I don't know how you listen to a sports talk station or participate in a sports talk station like this one that is as dominant as it is. You got everybody listening to the, to to this station and to all the other shows outside of this one, of course. And you're telling me you, you don't even watch. You don't want to watch it. I, I'm just, I, it, it blows my mind. This is where we are. Uh, and, and look, uh, people are chiming in on Twitter. Uh, Maddie says, I have to agree with Mr. Orr, 24. The NBA folded tomorrow. I wouldn't shed a tear. Craig Trainer says the NBA is the Bruno Mars of sports. Are we kidding ourselves right now, Craig? What, where are you coming from, buddy? I mean, man. That's good. Uh, six five four seven six two seven. I, I guess Zach is right and I'm wrong. I mean, right? That, that's support. where we are right you've now. Had some support, no, right? I haven't had a lot of No, no, no. I got people saying flagship you know. station for Clemson. Dude, all we do is talk about Clemson. What sports Get shows to more know athleticism me. than the NBA? Pretty None. much all of them, but like that's fine. No, 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 no. <laughs> Every single Dude, one. How many six eight power forwards sure. can attack the rim, draw in a pass off the backboard in a full sprint, and just jam it down the opposition's throat? And I don't even like LeBron. I part of the reason I watch is because I hate LeBron James. I hate the Cleveland Cavaliers. I can't stand Tyron Lou. The great tactician is the most overrated 40-year-old head coach in the history of coaching. The great tactician. I hate that clown. That guy backed his way into a championship last year, and he's lauded as this great coach. No, he sucks. You're going to find that out this year, Believe Land. You're going to find it out the hard way, Believe Land. There's stories in the NBA right now, and you're avoiding all of them. What what stories? It's a soap Cleveland, opera. It's Golden a soap State, opera. Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. I don't know who's going to kick in the bags next. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea, but I'm kind of interested to find out. This week on The Young in Cleveland. Six five four Roar. You can tell me if I'm wrong. I, I mean, and I guess I am. I, I'm vehemently wrong. That's where it is. Six five four seven six two seven. Back with much more after this. 
you've been in business almost 100 years, you've been doing something right. Since 1917, the key to Harbin Lumber's success has rested on its hardworking employees, people just like you, providing top lumber, building supplies, and contract services. You can be confident in customer service and support you can trust for your project, whether construction or large remodeling jobs. Call 353-5053. Find us on Facebook or online at harbinlumber.com. Human Technologies Incorporated can save your company time and money. How? They'll create a custom solution for your company's need. Organizational? Yes. Manufacturing? Absolutely. Employment? You bet. They can help you find new team members or launch and manage a startup. They'll help train and build your team. Human Technologies Incorporated is ready to hit the ground running for you. Let HTI bring the solutions to your problems. Visit any of our upstate offices in Seneca, Malden, Anderson, and Spartanburg or log on to htijobs.com. In life, finding quality in anything can sometimes be difficult. Custom Collision would like for you to know that there are still a few places out there where quality matters. You can rest assured that at Custom Collision, not only will you be impressed with the quality of the finished product, but you will experience the quality of service that is unmatched. From taking care of your rental to handling the insurance, Custom Collision is there for you. Custom Collision, when quality counts. 231-6900 or online at customcollisioninc.com. There are two things every parent wants when their child goes to college. For their child to do well and a way to afford it. Now, with Discover Student Loans, parents can have the best of both worlds. Not only do our loans cover up to 100% of school-certified costs with zero fees, but we'll give them a cash reward for each new student loan if they earn at least a 3.0 GPA or equivalent. That means every A in history or B in math could help them earn a cash reward for good grades. Just one of the many ways we treat you like you'd treat you. Apply now in 15 minutes or less at discoverstudentloans.com. Limitations apply. You know, there's never been a better time to buy from George Coleman Ford where SUVs cost less in Traveler's Rest. For example, 2017 Explorer XLT with V6 six-speed auto transmission, 34720 MSRP, sale price right now at $29,699. It's after a $3,700 rebate plus sales tax and tax, and you're riding in the new Explorer XLT of your dreams. And remember, there are never any dealer fees at George Coleman Ford, serving you for over 85 years and four generations. It's George George Coleman Ford for the ride of a lifetime. Please $3,700 on total rebates. If you or a loved one is struggling with drug or alcohol addiction, call Addiction Recovery now at 864-520-5126. Our trained addiction specialists are available 24-7 and all calls are free and confidential. Your insurance may cover 100% of all costs, so call now. We work with top accredited facilities across the country for any kind of addiction and age group. So let Addiction Recovery now find the best option to fit your needs. Call now at 864-520-5126. Since 1902, Carrier has been a leader in producing the most advanced heating and air systems in the world. For 25 years, Carolina Heating Services has been providing top-quality heating and air conditioning services in the upstate. Today, the new Carrier Infinity Heating and Cooling System represents the best that both have to offer. For a limited time, Carolina Heating is giving away a free AC system with the purchase of a new qualifying heating system. Call Carolina Heating Services at 864-232-5684 for your free system. At Carolina Heating Service, comfort matters. They're dedicated to making sure your house, office, or business is comfortable any time of the year. Regular maintenance is the best way to prevent breakdowns, especially when the weather is at its worst. The trusted technicians at Carolina Heating Service can keep your system running smoothly. And what better way to stay comfortable than with this limited time offer, a free carrier AC system with the purchase of a new qualifying heating system. Call Carolina Heating Service today, 864-232-5684.
Roy Philpott on WCCP. Isn't he wonderful? And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. I'll concede this, and I'll tie this in with what's happened here locally uh, with Clemson football, which is basically what every premise I ever developed, it's basically where it goes. Right or wrong, that's what... I, I just try to bring it back local, I guess, more times. Is that okay? Sure. sure. All right. The NBA suffered for a number of years post-Michael Jordan. He retired the first time to play minor league baseball for two seasons. The Houston Rockets won back-to-back championships with Jordan out of the league, and the ratings for the entire association plummeted during that stretch. Jordan comes back. They win three more championships. Ratings go up. He retires again, and the league was kind of without an identity for a while. Jordan comes back for the Washington Wizards, and he wasn't the same player, but when Washington was on, you wanted to see what was happening, I guess. And so maybe watch. But the NBA for a number of years was kind of, it was without an identity. It didn't have a brand. It didn't have a sense of self. When LeBron James emerged out of St. Vincent, St. Mary in high school in 03 and was drafted by the Cavaliers, his home state, there started to, to be that rebranding that, that went down, right? Where you say, okay, when, when this guy is on, I kind of want to watch him. And he developed over the course of a couple of seasons. He got better. He got Cleveland to the NBA Finals where they were swept by the Spurs, I think. They made the conference finals and they made the NBA finals, but they were never really that legitimate contender. But during that stretch, the NBA started getting better. Sure. And now it's kind of reemerged to the point of of where it was in the Bird Magic Jordan years, where it was in the peak of the Jordan era in the 1990s. And it's doing it with different stars in this decade, with Steph Curry, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, even James Harden, who I don't like at all, and others. I mean, the, the, the backcourt out in Portland is phenomenal. Zay Thomas and what he's doing in Boston right now is phenomenal. And there's other stars that I'm sure that I, I'm forgetting that are, you know, John Wall, Washington, whoever. The NBA has that kind of star power and appeal, I, I think, much like it did back then in the glory years. After Jordan, which I think were, in those years, those were Zach Orr's formidable years, right, where you kind of formulate your opinions of what you like and what you don't like. Sure. You're growing up in an era in which the NBA was fairly lousy. The early part of the LeBron era, the back end of Jordan's career uh, with the Washington Wizards, really, I mean, a, a good part of that last decade, the first decade of this millennium. Where's Kobe falling in this conversation? Yeah, Kobe's a part of that. Yeah, Kobe Kobe helped bring it, helped bring it back. Kobe and Allen Iverson were a huge part of this. AI in the, the Northeast, Allen Iverson was huge. Yeah, I mean, the crossover. Remember, it was Allen Iverson that stepped over the great tactician back in the day in Tyron Lue. Remember that? We stepped over in the NBA Finals 2001. It was Allen Iverson that crossed over Michael Jordan, if I recall. Yes. At Iverson's zenith, I, I don't think the league is what it is now. I don't think it's even close. And when I say that, that's around the same time LeBron started to come in the league and the back end of Jordan's days with the Washington Wizards, early 2000s. It, I don't think the league was that good. Iverson was marketable. Kobe was emerging. Shaq was in there a little bit too. But it wasn't as watchable. You didn't, you didn't get the free-flowing basketball that you get right now. Post-Michael Jordan, the league was in search of an identity. 
post Tiger Woods, I think the PGA Tour has kind of suffered from this at times as well. My fear here in Clemson, post Deshaun Watson, we're all going to be kind of searching to say, okay, what's next, right? I feel very positive about Clemson football this fall. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that they're not going to be picked to win their own division. They're not going to be picked to win their own conference. They're not going to be picked to reach the college football playoff again because Dabo can still kind of play his motivational tactic games, which always work to perfection. The defense is going to be really good. I'm okay with the schedule. Auburn's starting to scare me a little bit more. I don't even know why they're starting to scare me a little bit more, but I'm okay with the schedule. It's doable. It's going to be a line favorite, I think, in just about every single game, according to our friends out in Vegas. I'm okay with that. But Superman is gone. Michael Jordan isn't playing football here anymore. And if you're not following me, if you don't catch my drift, his name was Deshaun Watson. Does that kind of tarnish the brand here for a couple of years, maybe until another quarterback or another superstar takes over. Before Deshaun, it was Taj. But, you know, it was Taj, it was Sammy. Before then, it was really, you didn't have much of anything. You kind of lumbered around for about a decade without any kind of true superstar, any kind of, you know, major leader that can kind of direct traffic when you needed to win games. I mean, the closest thing I could come to it would be 03 when Chad Jasmine took over late or Woody Dantzler earlier in that decade. You didn't have it really outside of that. Watson is now playing for the Houston Texans. Watson's gone. Could Clemson football kind of suffer that similar fate as what we're talking about with an entire league? Post-Michael Jordan, nobody really cared about the NBA forever. You grew up in that era. You don't really care about it right now. That's what you're telling me. The NBA the, is fantastic right now, and you still don't care about when it. When Latrell Sprewell is one of your biggest stars, you don't care about the NBA. I didn't like Latrell Sprewell. Nobody did. Huh? Nobody did. I don't think the Knicks even liked Latrell Sprewell. No. P.J. Carlesimo certainly didn't like Latrell Sprewell. Remember the coach that he choked? Yes. Down at ESPN Radio Analyst. Does a pretty good job. It's not Hilarious. bad. That's one of my concerns for Clemson football in the immediate future. Did the NBA make a comeback with the malice in the palace? No. Or is that the downfall? That was part of the downfall. Was that, was that rock bottom? That could have been rock bottom. That was in 2004. That game occurred the night before the Clemson-South Carolina football game. You got to hit rock bottom to rebound up. You do. So by that very nature, it was the turning point for the, the rise back up to popularity. I don't think it hurt once you got past that. Mm -hmm. But I think it's more about emerging stars that are more relatable to the general public. When I say general public, that's all walks of life. That's black, that's white, that's rich, that's poor, that's everybody. Sure. And I think you've got that across the league right now. But th that's one of my concerns. We, we talked in the first hour about how Clemson has turned the tables with Tennessee in the recruiting realm. And it didn't necessarily happen with a snap of two fingers. It happened over the course of about 10 years, but it happened methodically. It happened slowly. And now it's gotten to the point where Tennessee can't even come into the state and get any kind of significant talent. It's actually Clemson that goes to the state of Tennessee and gets the best talent out of that state now. Um, my concern with what's happened here is kind of what we're talking about with the NBA. Superman left, he retired, and it was it took a while to kind of get it back. 1981, when Clemson won a national championship, it was built on defense. It was built on Homer Jordan, Perry Tuttle. Those guys moved on, probation hit, and it took a little bit of time to emerge out of that cloud. They did it, but still didn't win another championship, another national championship. Sure. Even though, in theory, I think you were good enough. 
you never really reach that point again until you play for another national title some 34 years later. It took a lot of time. That is one fear I have for Clemson football moving forward is that your brand, your identity, as good as it is, in the minds of many, was kind of built around number four, and he's no longer playing football here. The NBA was built around Michael Jordan. Took a decade to kind of get it back going in the right direction, if not longer than that. Can Clemson move past Deshaun Watson in that era and reestablish itself and reaffirm to the haters and to the doubters that they were more than just a one-man show? That's something we're going to start to find out this fall, obviously. We'll find it out, I think, in short order, but that's a concern. Do you foresee something of the same nature happening once LeBron James moves on from the NBA? Yes. Really? Even with the stars in the league now? LeBron is defying all odds. Because when he lost that first NBA Finals with the Heat to the Mavericks and they blew the series lead and he dissipated in the fourth quarter in the last three games, we kind of left him for dead. They bounce back in Miami, win two titles. He does an about face, returns to Cleveland, brings a championship to that city, which hadn't won one in about 60 years. It could be on the verge of doing that again. Whether you love him or hate him, you want to watch him. And more people, I think, are starting to love him because of what he did for that city and because he's just so good. And he's getting better, it people, seems like. People just hated him for the decision. Right. Yeah. Right. All that's gone. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, all that that all that has gone away. Sure. If you take LeBron away from these playoffs, what do you have? You've got a decent Boston team in the East, a decent Washington team in the East. Cleveland is like a seven seed without him. If that, and then you got Golden State and San Antonio out west, really just Golden State. San Antonio's done now. They have to be, right? I think so. The playoffs become about Golden State and maybe Boston. That's not as watchable. I mean, I'm sorry, and I, I like the NBA, and the basketball is great, and you got all these great shooters, and it's free flowing, and it's fantastic. But LeBron is part of the brand that's creating the NBA and making it what it is right now. I would just argue as Jordan did. That people love nostalgia a lot too, and Boston being a, a perennial brand, a brand that's that's recognizable. That's and has not a bad lot of history. It's not bad. That's got to help, right? If if, if L A. the Lakers can can be relevant again, that's going to help the NBA. That the would Knicks, help. They can be relevant again. That'll help the NBA. If the Sixers can be relevant at some point in the next fifty years, that'll help the NBA. It's that kind of stuff. That would help. A lot. When those teams are good. Mm-hmm. Those are huge When parties. the Knickerbockers are relevant, it helps the NBA. When it's Boston and it's the Lakers. Right. You got to that, that game, right? right. That, yeah, absolutely. That helps. That helps. So you, you, you see my point a little bit on this. But your question about when LeBron leaves, when he retires, how, how bad does that hurt? I, I, think it's, I think it's potentially devastating. Because he's the evil empire that you want to root for or root against. And he's starting to turn people more in his corner, more in his favor now. And when that goes away you lose one of the main talking points in sports right now. And the crazy part about it is at his age, he's playing his best brand of basketball right now in these playoffs. Can that continue? I don't know. Will it continue all the way through a seven game series against Golden State? I don't know. But if he, if he isn't a part of this, the NBA isn't nearly what it is right now. Period. Joe in Greenville. Interesting little text message. Allen Iverson, Isaiah Thomas, which player would you choose, Roy? You're starting a franchise tomorrow. I assume at their their pinnacles. Of course. I mean, Thomas is less of a chucker. Iverson was more dynamic athletically, was a little bit of a character on the floor. Practice. We talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. 
We talking about practice, man. Practice. Not a game that I die for. We talking about practice. Isaiah Thomas doesn't do that. I, I would probably. I, Don't you dare. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? Oh, God. I mean, I would go with, with AI. I would go with Iverson. All right. I'd go with Iverson. I feel like if I pushed you on that, you'd go with Thomas. Uh, Iverson is more dynamic of a player. Iverson is significantly better of a player. Iverson is more dynamic as a player. Iverson is more dynamic and more athletic as a player than Isaiah Thomas. This is, is a and he's taller. This year for Isaiah Thomas is the anomaly. This, no, this, this has been a steady build to he this. He averaged to this eighteen year. last year. No, he's like twenty. He was like twenty-two last year. He's like twenty-two. Okay, I'm pretty sure he's twenty-two, and, and now he's twenty-nine. He's just you know he, he's getting no, better. Nope, it's Allen Iverson. That wasn't even a question that I needed you to spend a lot of time on. It's Iverson. Shut your mouth. But it's not as big of a slam dunk, pun intended, as you think. All right? That's all. All right? You think you know a guy. 654-7627. The phone number 654-ROAR. A lot more headed your way. Our second hour continues after this. You know, Mother's Day is just around the corner. And when you're thinking about that perfect gift to give mom, here's an idea. Think about how thankless it is to be a mom. Think about how often you get to show her how much you appreciate what she's done for you throughout your life. The best way to do that is at Pro Flowers, because when you send the 100 blooms for mom bouquet from Pro Flowers this Mother's Day, you'll make a real impression. It comes with a free glass vase for just $19.99 plus shipping and handling. And if you really want to make a statement, you can upgrade to premium and include gourmet chocolates for just $10 more. Now, you can choose the delivery date you want. Pro Flowers are guaranteed to arrive fresh and beautiful and stay that way for at least a week or your money back. Moms love fresh flowers, and Pro Flowers makes it easy to send the perfect Mother's Day gift with this huge bouquet. The only way to get 100 blooms for mom with a free glass vase starting at $19.99 is to visit proflowers.com. Just click on the microphone in the top right corner and use my code OOB. That's proflowers.com and code OOB when you click on the mic. This stunning bouquet sells out fast, so order today. A small business owner asked me recently, why should I use you? My answer kind of surprised him. I'm not sure you should because I don't know what you need yet. Turns out this business owner felt helpless and alone in trying to deal with insurance and employee benefits. Our clients know we are in their corner fighting and everything we do is designed to make your life easier. In fact, one client said about one of my people, I wish there was a way to nominate you for being the best employee I have ever dealt with in any industry. Are you feeling lost and alone when it comes to insurance and employee benefits? You don't need to be. Call us 467-8738 and let us know how we can help you. I'm Guy, the insurance guy, and what we do is simple. We make health insurance easier. Rely on EnviroMulch. They supply quality landscape supplies for any outdoor project. Their spring special. Get double ground hardwood mulch for a dollar off per yard. Ordered online with promo code WCCP. No other discounts apply. From your friends at EnviroMulch. Go Tigers! If you have problems with the IRS, don't trust your personal information to a stranger on the other end of a 1-800 number. The Green Law Firm is local and looking out for you. For a free consultation, call 271-7940. 271-7940. 
Everybody knows the story. You can't sleep on a bed that's too hard. You can't sleep on a bed that's too soft. But you can sleep on a bed that's just right. Engineered sleep might not have been around when Goldilocks was written, but they know that a bed that's just right is made just for you. It's not just a fairy tale. They actually build a mattress based on your sleep habits and patterns so that you can get that Goldilocks kind of sleep. And if after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process and learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money because there's no middleman. Factory to you. And you can score a significant discount by picking your mattress up instead of having it delivered. Engineered sleep, it's not mattress shopping, it's an experience. What do you do when you found the right girl? You put a ring on her hand. If you're ready, you're going to need some help. I'm William Nichols from Scores Jewelers, and I know you've got more choices than ever before when it comes to diamonds. I simply ask that you come by and see what we have to offer. As a local jeweler, we will go the extra mile to make sure you get the best diamond for your money. We have the knowledge, service, and selection to help with any budget. And most importantly, we stand behind our rings and diamonds so you can be confident your investment is safe. I'm William Nichols of Scores Jewelers in Anderson, and I want to be your jeweler. Five-star talents with two-star looks. We are WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Second hour of the show continues. Hanging out with Zach, Roy Philpott, 654-7627, the magic number. If you want to talk with us on the Northland Communication phone lines, uh, heavy on the NBA in this hour, uh, almost against the will of society. And I proudly stand defiantly against everybody that is aligned against me at, at this point, led by one Zach Orr. It's fantastic. We can do it. I'm just really excited that you have some uh, hydration in your life now. Right. You're not digging through the trash. I know. I was going Costanza earlier in, in this show. <laughs> he throws away his water bottle, goes to the fridge, sees there's no more water, and is forced to dig through the trash to get his water bottle It hadn't been touched out. by any other item in the trash, okay? Hey, that's what you think. It was okay. That's what you think. That was a move right there. Uh, I got breaking news on Jay Cutler to give you coming up in this segment. Uh, some growing affection nationally for Dion Kane. And I think I'm on this bandwagon. I, I've kind of talked myself into this. I'll tell you about that coming up here in our next couple of segments as well. 654-ROAR, the phone number. Jonathan in Fountain Inn joins us next. Jonathan, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Roy. How you doing? Doing very well. We hope you are. Good. I'm doing well. This is actually my first time calling on any radio station, so I actually listen to 105.5 a lot. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm calling just to talk about the NBA real quick with you. Um, I'm actually a LeBron fan, um, and so that that's probably why I enjoy watching the NBA because it feels like where LeBron goes, the NBA kind of goes nowadays at least. Um, and you have players that come up like Westbrook this year, um, Steph Curry the previous years, that, and it feels like uh, we try to create or try to put players in competition with LeBron to try to spark a rivalry in the NBA. And it just seems to be not there. Um, and I think that's why it's, I don't know, it feels like it's falling off in a lot of people's eyes, I guess. Um, I don't know. That's just my opinion. I'd like to hear what you think about that. 
It's an interesting take, Jonathan. Thank you and stay in touch with us. 654-ROAR if you want to get on board behind Jonathan. I mean, I, I think the competition is clearly there. And if you don't believe that, you're missing the boat. The competition has been with Golden State where the Warriors won it two years ago. Cleveland bounced back from a 3-1 deficit last year on a miraculous defensive play in Game 7 on the road in Oracle Arena by the great one himself, the chosen one himself. And you know, Golden State last year was the best team in the history of, of, of the NBA, in the history of basketball, in terms of the regular season record. The 2007 New England Patriots, if you will. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that, that's a valid comparison. But it, as much as they failed in the playoffs against Cleveland, that was an enormous storyline that the chosen one knocked down, knocked down to the to the deck, hit the hardwood. Um, and so that they were a clear competitor to LeBron and to Cleveland, and I think they are once again this year. And this year I think they're going to get the best of them, and they're going to claim their second championship in three seasons. So, I mean, if, if that's not competing and developing a real rivalry with LeBron James, I, I don't know what is. Steph Curry and LeBron used to be good friends when he was new to the league. LeBron hates his guts now, as does the most uh, the majority of the NBA, because nobody likes how he went from a virtual unknown to a two-time league MVP and the first ever unanimous MVP, garnering the attention of the entire planet in the process. The rest of the of the league is jealous, including LeBron. Right now, I I wholeheartedly admit that the body language of Steph Curry can be very annoying. His happy-go-lucky attitude, his casual turnovers can be very annoying, but that's part of the allure. That's part of the reason that you watch Golden State. Again, you're either loving Steph Curry or wanting to root against Steph Curry. I do the, want to get to the point in life where I'm taking three-pointers and turning around running back on defense. Yeah, before they go in. No, that's, that's magnificent. <laughs> that, that's something else. Yeah, that's magnificent. No, I mean, it's great, it, but it, it's another reason to watch. Do a little shoulder shake. Oh, a little shimmy shimmy. Oh, give it to me, big dog. Give me a little bit of that. That's it. Yes. See, you watch. You watch. That was good right there. I see the highlights. All right, that's fine. There is a rivalry between Golden State and Cleveland. I don't know if there exists a true rivalry between LeBron James and another individual player. I I don't know if that's there. There is no, uh, you know, Larry Bird and, and Magic. Thing. No, there's none of that going on. There's none of that going on. So to the caller's point, I would concede that. But I think that there are team rivalries existing and the rivalry with Cleveland could potentially be Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals, but certainly will be again Golden State in the NBA Finals themselves. I think that makes it more watchable. 654 Roar. Kevin in Greenville joins us next. Kevin, good afternoon. You're on the air. Good afternoon, young man. And I mean, young man compared to me. <laughs> I grew up when uh, Big O was right at the end of his game. You still had Wilk still. You had uh, Bill Russell. Them boys, you know, uh, Elgin Baylor when basketball was basketball. Now, are you going to tell me, ask the question now, with Bird, Magic, and Jordan joined together to win a championship? Yes. You think so? I, it, I mean, they, they were friends, but they... Oh, oh would they? Oh, okay, would they? I, I thought the question yeah. is, if they did, would they win one? My answer would have been yes. Would they have joined together? The answer is no. No, that was a different era. You didn't do that. Free agency wasn't prominent back then. All right. And the other thing, do you think LeBron would have been able to go down the middle of Lambeer and uh, uh, some boys, Moses Malone, without getting a scrape or two on his knees? Uh... 
Well, the the bad boys and the Detroit Pistons in the late 1980s were as physical and as cutthroat and as brutal as any team I've seen in basketball ever. However, they never had to deal with the player, the likes of LeBron, that could attack the rim with that kind of fierceness, with that kind of intensity. Tenacity. At 6'8", 265, like a defensive end. They never had to deal with a player like that, I would argue. I mean, Magic was more finesse, right? Magic wasn't going to do those things. He was going to yeah. pass the ball as opposed to just jam it down your throat. Jordan, there was a little bit of that, but he was smaller. So I, I don't know who would have emerged there. I, I think LeBron would have gotten some of his, and I think the Pistons would have gotten some of him too, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And, you know, I, I, I just, I'm like Zach. I don't watch it anymore because you can go up by 19, the next thing you know, you lose them by 10. And how does Vegas find out that the point spread, that they're within anywhere from a half to three points of the point spread? And I'll take your answers off there. Appreciate you letting me talk. Kevin, thank you. I, I don't know how they are as wise as they are, but <laughs> they are very wise when it comes to that sort of thing. Take two of these and call me in the morning. Oh, come on. I'm not number one like that now. Don't don't be doing that on air. Take now. two you of these and call me in the morning. You can't be doing that. Did you ever, I mean, you're familiar with the Bad Boys and the Pistons? Yeah. Okay. That would be magnificent to watch that team against any team today. Or the 1993-94 New York Knicks, Let me ask you this, which though. forced a Game 7 against the Rockets and miserably gave up a 3-2 lead in the NBA Finals that year. What version of, of refereeing do we have in that game? Well, that's a good question, too. I, you know, I don't know. I, I guess it depends. Because that's changed entirely. It has changed. And I, don't, I do not think NBA officiating is good. I do not think it is decent. And I think that has hurt the integrity of the game somewhat. I certainly would concede that, too. Bird, Magic, and MJ never would have joined together to formulate one super team the way that LeBron and company did down in Miami. They still won two titles. They played for another one, and he said, I've had enough of this. He went back to Cleveland, and to me, kind of erased all those wrongs by bringing a title back to Cleveland. I mean, I, and I'm not a LeBron guy, and I'm telling you that. So, What's more exciting to, to hear about? Is it the dream team in the summer of uh, going into that Olympics where they're doing these practices and scrimmages, they're splitting the squad in half and tying three days in a row, and LeBron and Magic are wanting to keep running it back to get a winner? Is that more exciting? Or is it D-Wade and LeBron and, and whoever else, Chris Paul, whoever's going to be down there just hanging Chris out, Paul. just buddy-buddy and having a great time? Yeah. You know, maybe let's do this in Miami next year. You know, everybody coming to Miami. Shut up. No, I don't want to do that. I wasn't a huge fan of that, but... It was fun for me to root against it. Root against the, the Miami US? Heat. Oh, okay. No, Com- no, comrade. I'm Com- not like you. Communist. I don't read Pravda back in the day like what? you still do. Well, 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 well. <laughs> comrade Zach. That is Duh. four wells. Six five four seven six two seven. Kevin, appreciate the call. Luke and Clemson's up with us next. Hey, Luke. Hey, Luke. Are you with us? And we lost Luke. He's gone. Luke, give us a buzz back, 654-7627. We'll put you back at the front of the line. And uh, we appreciate everybody participating in our little game uh, here today. I, I want to get into the 2018 NFL draft. There's the first mock draft out for next year. We're going to get into that coming up in our next segment. Is that, does that interest you at all? That's kind of early, Anti-NBA <laughs> guy. Oh, so you don't like that either. I'm just, I mean, I'm, what do you like? You know what? You mean talk about the Devils? You, they didn't make the playoffs. You backed me into a corner here this this afternoon. I had to come out, you know, a little, little swing, a little, little right, a little left. Nothing worse than finding out a guy has a left hand. Let's be honest with that right there. Nothing's worse than finding out a guy has a left hand. Yeah. 
Right. You're always waiting for that right, that right, right. cross. And then the left right. hand comes in there. <laughs> the left comes, and then right. and then you're looking to count how many lights are on the ceiling. All right. So, so a place you've been often in your career. Me. Yeah. Where I'm delivering the unexpected left hand. Oh no no no! You are are the one looking at the lights. I'm looking at the lights, counting the birds flying around. Because you've knocked me out. Oh yeah, no, I've heard the stories. Pardon? What do you mean, pardon? I I, I don't get it. You're you're the guy. Who who flaps the gums a little bit? Right, you know, run, runs the gums. Right, and uh, I'm a chucker. I'm a trash talker. I instigate the 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 little the little scenes that happen. People have stepped to you, and that's all I'm gonna say. People have stepped to me, and then and then what? You know, and, and then what? Nature took its course. What what does that mean? I mean, listen, you're great. Listen, I consider you a friend, a good friend. I, I don't know that you do anymore. A I don't good, know where this is friend. going. You're you're not the, you're not the biggest dude I've ever. I'm run not across. the biggest dude. Okay, and I'm sure that you've you've told people this, that, and the other that may have been a little bit bigger than you, and <laughs> and found out a guy has a left hand. Is all I'm gonna say. All right, you couldn't be more wrong. I don't know about you that. You couldn't be I more wrong. You, you could not be more wrong. It, but I, I, you're that guy. I'm that guy in the sense that I'm not gonna back down. I know. Okay. I'm that guy in the sense that the guys that I'm with, that I'm hanging out with, you know, I may put them in a not so good spot. Oh, right? so because you, you're taking everybody with you. Oh, yeah. It's not just you. It's not just me. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Everybody's coming. Okay. Everybody's coming. That, that's part of the allure of this, right? That's that's what we're doing you're, here. You're a typical frat guy. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? That's that's where we're going with this? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what it is. Oh, my God. No, I've never been knocked yeah, out or bro. I've never had my tail whooped. Would you say, bro? Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Surf's up, dude. <sighs> it's good to see you today, Roy. I'm happy to be here. I can't wait to go to Asso. Uh, no. What do you mean, no? No. What no. do you mean, no? No, I'm not doing any of that. We're man. going. No, no you're, ruin, you're ruining the integrity of the show. How am I ruining the integrity of the show? I, I had a nice flow going been talking about these great topics this hour where we're engaging with our listeners yeah i even let you get on your soapbox do your little spiel for a minute you backed me into a corner there i, I didn't back you into a corner you absolutely did no absolutely. how you, you pushed me right into the corner i had to come out and defend myself you defended yourself but uh, there, there was no corner i mean you weren't like a caged animal the wounded camel you, you were fine I, I don't know what you're talking about i i what i'm hearing from you is you're a thousand times more sensitive than what i originally thought I didn't think of you as a sensitive guy. I want you to take a moment. Think about some of the things that you've said to me. Okay. And think about if I was a sensitive guy. You are a sensitive guy. How my reaction might have been different from what it always has been. I, I, I'm not connecting the dots. You have showed your sensitivity in a variety of different ways. Today. Okay. Yeah, you've been sensitive about it. Hey, about the NBA. I'm having a rough day. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's a rough day. I mean, I, that's why I started the show. I just, I just want to know what's it, wrong. You know, I text you this morning. I just want to know what's wrong. It's, it's gloomy outside. You know, it's, it's not a nice day. It was a nicer day yesterday. I would have loved to do the show yesterday. I, I've tried to raise you up today. Have I've it. done nothing but build and Is lift. That right? And I'm, entertain. I'm trying to claw and tear you down as much as possible. See, I'm not like that with you, though. I, I've never been like that. I have exclusively been like that with you. Well, that's not good. That's whoa, not. Whoa, that's not healthy. Whoa, whoa. What do you mean you've tried to build me up? I for for months. For the, for okay for the last couple of months, fine. Right, right. But originally, originally, no, I couldn't stand you. You didn't know my name. I didn't want to know your name. Exactly. That's a long time ago. That hatchet's been buried. We're done there. 
Maybe, we moved on. Maybe I'm holding on to it a little bit. <laughs> All right, we'll step aside. I'm going to regroup during this break. I'm coming back with the 2018 NFL Draft. I'm coming back with massive love for Deion Kane. 